This message from the Parsha is from Lakutei Sichis, Chelek Yud Ches, Parsha's Pinchas, Sicha number one. From this week's Parsha, which talks about what happened after the tragedy at the end of last week's Parsha, gives us three lessons that we must take away and live with every day. Last week's Parsha ended with a story about how the Jewish people suffered a terrible physical and spiritual blow because of an outbreak of Jewish men going and living with non-Jewish women and that resulted in a plague and many, many Jewish people were lost. And this week's Parsha, the Torah tells us how Moshe Rabbeinu counts the Jewish people, makes a census of the Jewish people after that travesty. Rashi, when he's commenting on this census, he says, imagine a flock of sheep that's attacked and many of the sheep are lost. The shepherd, when it's all over, counts the sheep in order to see the number of survivors. Now, what does Rashi contribute with this analogy that we didn't understand before about the census? And furthermore, more importantly, why is this census being attributed to Moshe when seemingly it should be attributed to Hashem? Especially in the analogy, the one who should be concerned about the number of sheep is the owner, not the shepherd, but the loss belongs to the owner. So how come here it's the shepherd, which is Moshe, counting the sheep and not Hashem? The answer is that this gives us an insight into the indescribable pain and aggravation and spiritual disaster, which is intermarriage. When, like in the story of the Torah, you had people that should have known better and went ahead deliberately and wantonly and instead of fathering Jewish children and continuing the chain of the Jewish nation, instead, they went and lived with people whose children would not be Jewish. In other words, we're talking about literally stealing lives from the Jewish people. You're talking about taking Jewish genes and creating non-Jewish people. This sin, this behavior causes Hashem such pain such disappointment and sadness to the point that while usually the Torah talks about Hashem counting the Jewish people about the owner of the sheep counting the flock out of love how he cherishes each and every one of them and shows his affection for them by counting in this case it doesn't say that Hashem is counting them it says that Moshe is counting them because this sin causes Jewish people to be lost from our nation 
And for that, Hashem treats the person who does this, who causes these Jewish souls to be stolen from the Jewish people, as if they themselves have been stolen from the Jewish people, as if they are not part of the flock of sheep, as if they are not part of Hashem's people. Not only the children who emerge are not Jewish, but the people that cause that to happen, the fathers who cause that to happen, are also treated in that way. And so, whereas usually Hashem would be showing His affection by counting the sheep, by counting the Jews, here Hashem is showing His great, great displeasure by not being the one who's counting. By saying, how can I consider the Jews who remain, who did not sin, as survivors or the remainders of those who sinned, there is no comp- there is no comparison to be made between the affection and the love that these have earned and that those have lost. So, then who is counting? Moshe Rabbeinu is counting the, is counting the Jews. Moshe Rabbeinu is the shepherd of the Jewish people. And even when Hashem is so pained and so deeply disappointed that he doesn't want to count, yet he tells Moshe to count because Moshe is the shepherd. Moshe's love for the Jewish people, Moshe's responsibility and self sense of duty to the Jewish people extends to every Jew without distinction. Even those Jews who have earned themselves Hashem's great, great anger, Moshe Rabbeinu reaches them as well and counts them as well and considers them to be part of his flock. And if you look in the words of Rashi, you'll see he doesn't you'll see that he doesn't only consider them to be part of his flock, but he considers them to be in the center, at the center of his flock. His love for them is unchanged. So, the message that we have here is actually three. The first message is, there is no way to overstate or exaggerate the tragedy which is intermarriage and non-Jewish children being born from a Jewish person. To the point that not only is the child lost from the people, but from Hashem's perspective, it's almost like the father is also lost from the Jewish people. And therefore we have a message, and that's number two, that there is no limit to the effort that we must invest in preventing this from happening. And not just preventing it on a large national scale, but preventing it one by one by one. And even, like with Moshe, even with people that have already stumbled in this sin. And there is no limit to the credit and to the gratitude that Hashem has for anyone that can prevent or can stop this kind of travesty from going on. And thirdly, the third lesson is to take our directive from Moshe, as we call the Torah, Torah's Moshe. So we fulfill the Torah in the tradition of Moshe Rabbeinu. And Moshe Rabbeinu, even with these Jewish people that are outside the pale, 
that have almost been written off by Hashem because of this behavior that Moshe Rabbeinu embraces them as well and reaches them as well and puts in as much effort that he, as he does for anybody else to try and spark the neshama even in this, even in such a person. And those are the three lessons that we take from this story and from that Rashi, that commentary on the story.